0: In this episode, Mike and Lori sit down and share with us their over 25 years successful experience in real estate investing, event venue ownership, owning a winery, doing things traditionally, financially, over the last 25 years, and then discovering the infinite banking concept. We had a great conversation, and I hope you enjoy listening. Thank you.
1: We go in there and look at the, look at the property, and I start throwing some numbers together and i think i landed on what i thought the property was worth okay you know it's worth what you're willing to pay for it you know you know and i know a little bit about you know what ground is going for you know out there and and it's 70 acres it's a big piece of ground you know it's only about a quarter of it not even that much as far as 12% in the vine? of it 10% of it's in vines it's not a, it's not a lot but it's not a small Place. It's got a big commercial building on it. It's got all these things going on in there, all the equipment it needs. Um, um, but it needed a lot a lot of work, a lot of elbow grease, maybe years in the vineyard to get it up to shape, right? Mm. Um, and We've since then found out a few things that are going to cost us a little bit more, but it's okay. Um, so I kind of sort of thought about the deal, and I thought, you know, how, how are we going to make this thing happen? What's going to be good for them and what they can get out of it? And what's going to be good for us, where I need to be to make this whole thing like happen? Okay. Because, you know, at the end of the day, I could, I, I, I ran the numbers and I showed Lori, I said, listen, if we take the money out of here, if I cash out the 401k, pay the taxes, if we pull all the money out of all our credit cards and all this kind of stuff, I can come up with the money for it, right? You know, just pay them cash and it's done. But then I wouldn't have money to operate it.
0: Fix
1: it. Nothing. It would be like, I would be like totally dry, yeah. right? Out out to hang. So I thought, now nah, that's not going to work. So how, do, how are we really going to do this thing? So, so um, we, uh, I talked to the realtor and I said, I know where you're at, where do we really need to be? And he's like, well, Mike, so I threw some numbers out. Of him. I said, what about this number? Right. What about this number? You know, I kind of went high and I kind of went low and we ended up, we ended. I ended up at a really good number. Um, I'm going to say one point. I'm going to say one point five million dollars. Okay. I'm just going to say the numbers because it's going to make sense. Okay. For some folks, that might be a big number. For some folks, it's just small fry, right? Anyways, so that's where we ended up. What I thought the property was really worth, right? So I said, all right, how about this? We we're gonna we're gonna put in three hundred thousand dollars up front okay and then you're gonna you're gonna finance the rest of it $1,200,000, right for five years at four percent all right and that's kind of what I threw out there so whatever that those numbers kind of turned out to be and then at year five whatever is due at the end we'll just write you a check for that because I think with four or five years under my belt out there, And we're doing weddings and events and things like that and, and, and keeping a lot of my cash available for us to, to, to run the business. I'm going to be in a position where I can, I can easily come up with a check for $500,000 or whatever it's going to be. Right. So, so I kind of sort of did that. And it was
0: interesting because the realtor was kind of like, he, he didn't get it. Well, there's more than that. Look, it was 1.5, 300 down. They're going to finance 1.2 for four at 4% for
1: right. So, so anyways, that was, that was kind of sort of what I threw out there. Okay. Okay. That's what I threw out. There. Okay. 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 Um, I didn't get too far into the weeds with, um, I got it. It was just, it was, it was a talking point point. Okay, and it was on paper. Right. So, so, so he came back and, you know, I don't, you know, I don't know how much money they need right now. I don't know what they're looking at. I don't know what's going to happen with the whole thing. So, um, So they came back and I didn't know what they were going to come back with. I thought they were going to laugh at me. Sure. Right. You know, but I thought this is going to solve because here's, what's going to end up happening. They're going to end up selling me for a million and a half. But when it's all said and done, he's going to wind up, he's got it listed for like 2 million bucks. He's going to wind up with like, you know, 300 K over that. Right. It's going to spread it out. It's going to, it's going to, uh, kind of sort of mitigate his tax hit. Right. I don't know what his finances are like,
0: but that's what it is. Right. Yeah, there's probably more you than know? one sibling since right. the parent. And
1: you and I talked about it. You know, someone could offer him a million dollars cash. Yeah. Right. Well, they get the million, they're going to pay taxes on it Yeah. and they're going to split that three ways. They're going to get a check for 150,000 bucks. Yeah. You know, that's bad. That's not good. Right. So I'm offering them an opportunity to, to do much, much better. Right going to provide me an opportunity to do much much better all right the only thing is we need time you got time and the great thing is, is this thing wasn't making money for him or doing anything anyway you know in my opinion yep. right so it was just it was just sitting there doing nothing so how can we make this thing happen right and the risk for them is that they get halfway into it and we don't want to do it well now i've fixed this place up now his place is worth maybe twice yeah i don't know you know and they could do a little better on it. So there's, it's, a, it's a no risk for them, all reward. For us, it's, 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 it's high risk, sort of. It is. But the, there's not a lot of money risk. It's a time risk for us because I'm willing to do the effort and the time to make that whole thing happen. So it's a win win kind of deal. So he comes back and they want 165 for the purchase. And they said, we'll agree on 5% for five years, all right? But we want 400 on the front end, okay? Which is going to make it 125, right? At 5%, all right? So we go 24 months at 5% on, on this, which is going to be I th- I think it's like 64 grand a year. So in 2 years, so this is 2023, 2024, in the summer of 2025, I've got to show up with 64,000 for year 1, 64,000 for year 2, and then I got to show up with $200,000 of equity.
0: Okay, so there is a down payment, no payments for the first two years. There Correct. two annual payments coming in the third year. Right. Plus with another reduction.
1: That's right. So yeah. that's another reduction. Okay, and then in, and then so and then so twenty twenty six will be one year. I'll pay interest on one million fifty thousand, right? At five yeah. percent, and we'll owe them another two hundred after that year, twenty twenty five. The summer twenty almost. So, so then the note will be at. Not, uh, what's that? That's uh, eight, uh, eight, eight fifty, right?
0: Plus two more payments, though, right?
1: Yeah, plus another payment of five percent of that. Yeah, okay, all right. And then at in 2026, they want five hundred thousand, and in 2027, the last five hundred thousand, something like that, okay? So um, and the great part is this: is so I've got I've got money in my four hundred one k. All right, and I'm a, I'm not a, so much of a I'm not a um, growth guy. I'm a dividend investor. Okay, and right now um, my dividends easily cover the interest. Yep. So the great part of this is I don't have to pull any more money in my four hundred one k right now. Just the dividends. Just for two years, I pull the dividends out, and I've got so so right now in my head. I've got the dividends covered easily, okay? Now, you think in two years I can come up with an extra $200,000 worth of cash? I say yes. (laughs) Easy, right? So I've got it covered. I got the first two years, three years covered, okay?
0: Nothing but work in front of you, sir, getting that thing in shape. And we got nothing but work,
1: but I've got the people. Yeah. And we also have um, the ability to generate revenue while we're out there, Mm -hmm. all right? And I can pay for Someone to come out here and cut and clean and do all the things we need to do, right? You could probably find a wine master too, or so, a brew master. Yeah, maybe. so yeah. so we're in the we're in the process of doing that right now, and uh, that's been a little bit of a, of a of a learning curve too, you know. Anyways, so 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 I get this I get this thing back from the, the realtor, right? They come back with a counter, literally like two three hours later, and I'm flabbergasted because you know. These banks are just taking you. Yeah, I went. To, I went to the, the to the to the guys that we talked to the, the farm credit folks that we use. Um, she's talking about ten percent. You know, I'm thinking, man, I can't. That's just, there's no way. You know, I can do that. You know, so anyway, so this came back, and the great part of it is is and and I got this back, and then the realtor he really still really didn't like get it. So, I was on my computer. I remember I was in the hotel in layover and I I wrote a note and explained it to him. I said, this is what we want to do and sent him that back and he finally got it. And the beauty of the thing is that this family is gonna realize, they're gonna realize right about what their asking price was when it's all said and done, okay? I'm gonna realize the ability to build this business with time without having to kill us financially. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, and then you throw in the with the, with the stuff with the with the life insurance too. You know, I mean, in five years, I'll build up. I'll probably have enough cash value in there at some point to uh, to try to take care of some of that. Yeah. nut on the back end of that, deal. no question. You but know,
0: two the the uh, the tax liability to the sellers was spread out over several years there too
1: yes absolutely
0: so they net net in their pocket wind up with more money yeah you know and and the the risk is less because if y'all don't perform then their property's improved yeah yeah Yeah. i mean i remember i don't know if it was a saturday i I remember you called you were excited about this i'm like oh my gosh he explained the deal to me i'm like oh my gosh i even wrote it down i mean i didn't look but i'm telling you i wrote down the deal that you explained is just nirvana, and, I mean, and,
1: and it was and it was nice, and, and 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 even some of the things even came in after that I didn't think about, you know. So it's just it's it's just it's just it's it's great because good business isn't about ripping anybody off. Nope. There's no winners. Nope. There's no losers. There's no reason why everybody can't win. Right. Okay, if you're just really honest about where you need to be and what you need right. to
0: do. You know, um, it's like the real estate. I, I mean, not real estate, but Wall Street I made a note, but didn't say it earlier. Um, you know, like your dad's in there and you got on this stock and you got on that and you're in there for dividends. I mean, it, besides the dividends, um, Wall Street is a zero sum game for someone to win. Someone has to lose. There's no other way about it. Yeah. Period, and it's not that way in in real life business at, at right. the you and me level. It doesn't right. have to be that way,
1: right? And you know, I guess you know someone could call you know call me up and say, you know, you could have done better doing this and this and this. Not nah, oh, it's, sure.
0: <laughs> it's not. It's it's not.
1: It's not about that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because because there's 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 certain part of it. It's not just a deal for us. It's not just some kind of thing. This is our. This we're going to be. I mean, I'm investing into the future. My kids, my grandkids yeah. are going to be out there working that vineyard. I mean, yeah. seriously, you know, I'm, I'm really thinking of this as a big thing. I want this to happen. How can I make this to where you guys are going to win, but yet we're going to win? Because I, I, here's what I need. I got money. I don't have time. I need time to run this thing. I need time. Yeah. And you don't need the money, and you can give me the time. Yeah. You know, I don't think you needed the money.
0: I don't know. Who knows? Does doesn't matter. That's not my my part of the thing, right? You know, so. Um, I love that. And it, it, that. That family, and I know. Nothing other than what you've shared that family that it really fulfills a certain amount of their legacy because their father is their father's vineyard
1: yeah and oh, it yeah.
0: remains a vineyard yeah it's yeah. going to improve and yeah. go into yeah. another generation with another family yeah. that's that's
1: and the, and the area
0: the the county
1: wants to see it happen you know sure um, and I think down the road it's 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 going to be a I mean it's it's already becoming a kind of a big deal down there we're getting a pretty good following again. Um and there's a lot of things we need to fix with it, but, but, you know, I guess real estate and business doesn't have doesn't have to be a win lose thing.
0: You know. Now, Lori, he comes up with all these ideas all the time. Not that you don't, but um, he may mention them to you sooner than later. Yeah, like, yeah. What was your response whenever? He brings up the idea of the infinite banking concept. Can I ask?
2: So I was not familiar with it at all. So initially I was pretty skeptical. Um, But the more Mike talked to me, and again, he is passionate about reading and deep diving and doing research and stuff like that. And I definitely benefit from his interest and willingness to do all of that. Sure. Um, But... Again, we had already been burned a couple times in our lives as far as significant downturns in the market where we lost the significant value of our 401ks and pretty much had to start from scratch again. Again, that was the only vehicle we had. So it was that or or savings account. I also used to work for a bank, you know, and it's like, woo, 3% interest, you know? And so the more he explained it to me, the more reasonable it all seemed. And again, with the cancellation of our life insurance policies looming and knowing that if some of our kids needed to take over all the businesses that we have in play, they were going to need some funding to carry them over. And so realizing that that safety net was now gone um, the more Mike explained, the more this just seemed like the absolute perfect vehicle for us and the way that we like to operate. And, you know, I think one of the things Mike didn't mention is, you know, there were times that we would also take out um like second mortgages or or loans against the property or refinance the property in its entirety to pull cash out of that. But again, sure. Man, very time-consuming, and um, so this just seems like the perfect vehicle. It's our money, and we have access to it whenever we want. We don't have to fill out an application, go through another credit check, um, you know. It, so there's just so much freedom in that, and once it clicked in place, in my mind, it was like, ah. Oh, I wish we would have been doing this all along. Can you just imagine where we would be financially?
0: How long did it take you to get there? I know you love him and trust him, yes. right? And, and you do benefit from his hard work and research, just yes. like he benefits from yours. Um, and then with the banking background, the, in the I would assume, I uh, maybe it's not safe to assume, but maybe you're, I mean, when it comes to the losses on your 401k around 2000, 2001, then again in 2008,
1: um, I'm thinking it was more like <laughs> was it? 96 was the first one. 97. Does that make okay. sense? 95, mm-hmm. 96, mm-hmm. 97. You know, and when you're first starting out, you know, you got, let's, um, you have 60, 70,000 bucks in your 401k, you know, and then it goes down to 30 or 20 and you're like, oh my gosh. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Stuff like that. That's it's like a huge impact, you know? And and then, and then of course, the numbers get bigger <laughs> yeah. as, you, as you go along with the whole thing, you know? And I just want to say one thing, you know, and you guys that, that can see the video, the, the the video, you know, she she's the face of the company. She is like the underlying, you know, force behind. Okay, we need to do this. We need to do it like this. She could be the mayor or the governor, not me, because I would really say what I want to say. <laughs> she would be more professional about it, right? Sure. You know, <laughs> yeah. so. Anyways, she's, she's, she's equally powerful with the whole thing, but with some of these financial concepts, you know, um, it's been, it's been, uh, it's been tough for us because we've had, we've only, we've only had the tools that we've had, you know? So it's, it's the goal is that, is that we get our kids and us as, as older people set up with the, with our own banking. Okay. Cause right now I still got to use the bank with some stuff, you know? I mean, we pulled out, out of that church property. I pulled a couple hundred thousand dollars out of a rental house we got, because we had to put a new roof on on that school building that was 80,000 bucks you know and they don't you know they don't finance that you just got to own city
0: block that sounds pretty reasonable oh that was yeah. one building well
1: that was, oh, okay. that, was that was one building annoying. you <laughs> know we've had to put a new roof but on yeah. every so single I building think, i think roof just roofing was roofing was e- e- easy $175,000, bucks yeah you know so anyways we're still kind of sort of using the bank but but I'm back on the whole Robert Kiyosaki thing, which is kind of where I really got my mindset of some outside the box thinking. Um, you know, I've got a renter in there. I've got a house that's worth I don't know 180 thousand bucks. We took out a hundred to finance some of the things we needed to do. The payment is 1,200 bucks a month. The renter's paying 1,500 bucks a month. Touchdown. It's just
0: banking with real
1: estate. It's just banking yep. with real estate. That's you know. Good. Now I would have I would have rather have, you know. But that's what you do. You do. You, you, yeah. you do, and you usually yeah. got to do. But 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 we've we've been operating in this in this, in this area of that's just kind of sort of that's where we're operating. We're just we're just trying to use all the tools we can. But it would be nice if I could fast forward and not have to use the bank at
0: all. Yep. Well, the uh, that's one thing you can't shorten is time, right? I mean, can't, you can't. Know. <laughs> so how long, Lori, did it? You know, did it go from, you know, I know you love and trust him and you benefit to the statement that you said a minute ago. is like, wow, I wish we'd have been doing this.
2: So Mike um, loves risk. Like he runs headfirst into it. And I'm pretty conservative Risk adverse would even be an okay way to describe me. So sometimes when he has some of these ideas, but he knows me, and we've been together 35 years, however long it's been. Um, And so he has learned how to approach me with information, right, that's a way – um, in it presented in a format that I can process well. So it really only took a couple of conversations before I was uh, and I would come back with questions. Okay, so I've been mulling that over. And so here's you know, three, three more questions now. And it just again, he was just able to explain in such a precise way for me that it just erased any doubts. And then it was just like, Are you kidding? This has been available this entire time. And we've done all these other things. I just can't even imagine if we would have started with this tool. And that's when we started talking to our oldest daughter and her husband who just relocated from Switzerland, whose plan is to ultimately take over all of our businesses. And so now they're on the fast track with all of this too, because again, they're getting a 30-year head start. Mm. On where we were when when we entered into this game, so we're just so excited, right? To again not only be impacting our legacy, but now we're impacting their legacy too.
0: Absolutely,
1: yeah, yeah, and and uh, they're 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 getting themselves so set up with some asset protection strategies, you know, setting up a trust and things like that, you know, so. Um. Because right now we've, we've 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 done so many different things. I think we've spent the last year or two just trying to clean up, yeah, the mess. Because you know, when you're thirty, you don't know where you're going to be. You know, so you start this. You kind of you know. So it's been it's been a, a bit of an asset, um, from from a just from an asset protection standpoint, a bit of a cleanup for us. You know, but they're getting a head start with all this stuff. You know, because. If my projections are right, they're going to have a significant a significant nut to take care of. It's going to be it's going to create some issues for them. Yeah, I mean, you know, what I'm saying it's nice having money, but it it you need to be on top of it. It can it can it's it's a it's a huge responsibility. You know,
0: creates a whole new set of problems.
1: It definitely does. You know, I mean, and you know, we you know, I'm looking at buying another car, you know, and I'm looking at these Mercedes G wagons, you know, (laughs) I looked at one and, you know, and she's like, she's like, what, what you can, we can buy a real house for that. Maybe we'll just, maybe we'll just buy something else, you know? Um, (laughs) but, uh, anyways, um, we, 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 you know, we don't, we don't want a lot. We don't need a lot. uh, The other thing is, is, um, um, It'd be, it'd be nice to have the bank set up for the other parts of the family, too. Because right now, we really only have one child, um, our oldest daughter, who's really participating with things, right? Um, and to date, I'm just going to be straight up, she's going to be really the only one right now who's going to be benefiting from that that whole process. You know, It's not that I'm cutting anybody off. It's that they're going to be in the command seat, you know, and I heard someone talked, talked to me about money and about, um, one of these guys I look at on the internet, he says, uh, you know, from a mindset, wealth isn't, um, isn't a title thing. Isn't a money thing. It's not how much money you have. It's how much you control, you know? And if, if, you're set right and you have everything put in the proper place you really don't own anything you control it but you don't own it because you know none of these properties are in our name it's all asset protected you know this and this and this you know so we want to make sure that our kids understand that they're not really going to own anything but they're going to be in control of a huge cash flow machine you know, and you got an opportunity to do something good with it, or not. You got an opportunity to share with it with your siblings, get them involved in it, or not. It's my hope that down the road we can get some of the other siblings involved because we have got a cup. Our oldest son's really interested in 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 farming and doing that. I'd love for him to, to And if he's hearing it, I, you need to move to Northern Virginia. We got to buy an apple farm and we'll start making cider. <laughs> something, you know. I mean, let's do something, you know, with it. You know, it's exciting because I want to. I want to. I want to. I want to keep our people going, you know, and and keep it together. You know, it's important to have family together. You know, but um, but it'll be it'll be nice for them, especially if Lori lives to
0: be like ninety five. I am not an actuary nor an underwriter, but I am betting she does. I am betting she does. Yeah, I am not
1: even a gambler, you know. And here is the and here is the other thing too. You start looking at all these numbers and things like that. It might not even something be something that my daughter and son even. Realize at some level, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. All right, you know what I'm saying. They're going to have enough. They'll to be fine. You know, they will get whatever. You know, they'll, everybody's going to be good. But some of the some of the larger numbers for the life insurance aren't really going to be coming into play until they're in their sixties. You know, right or or later. You know, you know, you know and how so, that
0: happens, right? Yeah, you just it don't happens one, one day at a time, and you, you <laughs> just different. don't die. But
1: well, you take care of yourself, and 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 sure, and you yeah. do all those things. You know, so. You know, not only do you have to train yourself up to understanding these things, you got to train your kids up to be understanding things. But you need to make sure that their kids understand it and know about it. You know, so it, it's um, and, and not from a willy nilly standpoint. You you got to really make sure that these guys are really getting it. You know, mm-hmm. and and make them at some level participate on it because they won't catch it. They won't catch it until they're until they're doing it.
0: You know, so uh, that's that's some wisdom right there you know these life insurance falls, it's like anything but you know life insurance you, you, the further out you go the better and the bigger the numbers look right and it they get so big that, that it's hard to really believe that that's actually going to happen you know but then when you when you look at you know your generation my generation we didn't know about it we didn't we just we didn't know about it so when we do learn about it then we're forever playing catch up and we benefit. Sure. There's, I think there's huge benefit to becoming your own banker and controlling some of these things that you were going to do anyway. Right? I mean, mm-hmm. there's a, there's a real value there that's hard to, you sure can't put it on a life insurance illustration. You sure can't put it on your, you know, your, your uh, cash flow statement or your, your balance sheet that the banker wants. I mean, there's a lot there that you can't quantify with numbers. Um, But the next generation, if they do catch it, and so what? They're in their 60s, late 50s. So what if they're in their early 70s? You know, if they've been living right and healthy and taking care of themselves, you know, 70s, a new 50, for real. Um, You're talking about a tremendous amount of money. And then if you if you have been leading the way and they've been paying attention and they've been everybody's been participating that's just one element there's there's no telling how many other things that that are going to occur you know the other properties the apple orchard the you know apple cider sure and all of that i mean it's can be a big deal and then wait a minute (laughs) you mean they're they're not over there, living, doing whatever they're doing, they've come home, at least a couple of them have come home and participating in a family kind of a legacy. What's that worth? Mom, dad, really, what's that worth? It's worth all of it. I'm telling you. I don't care. I don't need money. Because otherwise it would just all
2: go away. <laughs> yeah, I, just I'll, all go Us away. working seven days a week, nonstop. I mean, don't get me wrong, we're passionate about what we do. We love sure. what we do every day, and that's why we do it every day. Um, but it would be sad if it all just went away. I mean, it was grand adventure, but it would be sad if it all just was kind of it ended with us. Yeah. So it's just really exciting to have the opportunity to have, you know, someone in your family say, and, and that's the exact thing, you know, with the family that we bought the vineyard from, it was the parents' dream. It wasn't any of the kids' dreams. Right. You know, and so none of them were interested in taking over. And that's just very, very common. And it was, you know, kind of a sad thing. And they'd been living in Switzerland for six years. And her husband agreed that they would go ahead, he got his green card, they it was six months ago, moved back to the US and he's going to become a US citizen. And, you know, now our dream has become their dream too. And that's very unusual uh, in Switzerland. Um, You know, you start out in a career, you usually do an internship while you're in high school, and then you continue on until you retire.
1: Working for the weekends. Yeah. Mm.
2: And so entrepreneurialism isn't. A real big deal over there. Um, It's a lot of expats that will start the small businesses over Mm -hmm. there. Um, So, you know, our son in law has definitely had some questioning from friends and family members um, because this is just so unusual of a step. And we're just thrilled. We love him to death, and he's an amazing partner in the business. And um, yeah, so just really exciting. We're hoping that, you know, as some of the other kids get a bit older, you know, They'll maybe want to get involved too. I think, yeah. you see how hard mom did <laughs> I
1: mean, you know, know. and dad work. I know. Maybe it, not. Yeah. There's that generational thing too. It's like we went to uh, the the county fair. What when Roz was little, we you know we had chickens and all that. So we'd like go to the fair and go look at the animals. You know, and they had a little booth there. The USDA guys. And these guys weren't young guys, right? You know, and this is a few years ago. The average farmer in America is like 62 years old. Holy cow, 62, are you kidding me? Well, you start thinking about it, okay? Uh, North Carolina right now, and I don't, I'm not, this is just me talking to the industry guys. Um, There's several vineyards, wineries for sale in the Carolinas. This is probably like this everywhere else, too. I think it's what it is, these 50, 60-year-old guys they quit their corporate job, they go start something. It's fun, it's cool, it's all that. And now they're trying to sell it because the kids don't want it. Yeah, because it's a lot of work. You know, it's not. It's not like you know. It's not sitting in an office somewhere and nice and you know. You're out there. You're doing stuff and you're thinking and having to risk your money and you know. It's business, right? You know. So you know that's that's what it is. And so I just think that uh, that you can it's it's scary because i think there's a lot we're lucky we're fortunate we've got we've got something to do with this okay i couldn't imagine being her and i no kids what's the motivation yeah why do it it's an interesting concept it's an interesting thought what do you want to do it you know but there's something that motivates you out there. there whether you got kids or not there's something that you love and there's somewhere that you want to put your money and your time there's got to be some kind of Entity or something you can put this into that's going to benefit somebody down the road because there's going to there's going to be it's it's a it's a drop in the big pond and that those 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 waves are gonna it's going to affect somebody down the road you know and you're going to change the world somehow you know so you got to do it man you guys don't quit don't stop just keep working keep doing it you know just don't don't stop until until God says you're graduating yeah. Just keep
0: going. Keep pushing. <clears throat> well, what is the future? Is that what the, the that is y'all's future, isn't it? You're just going to keep going. Yep. Right. Yeah, who knows what's in the future? I mean,
1: you know.
2: I mean, we didn't I had been to my sibling's wedding and a wedding of one friend and Mike and I had a very small backyard wedding. So I knew nothing about weddings. We bought our farm and it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful property. And we had some friends from church whose daughter got engaged. And so I heard they wanted an outdoor wedding. I said, oh, they should come get married at our farm. And so they invited 200 people. And so Mike and I were having a bunch of trees felled because we were going to put in an arena um, for to ride our horses. And so we the neighbor had a small sawmill so he milled all the lumber for us and we built 12-foot farm tables and benches to seat 200 people and i thought this was a great fun thing for you know me and the kids to be involved in so created uniforms for us we got little walkie-talkies and all this kind of stuff and we were the staff i think dylan was maybe seven or eight at the time, our youngest, and we ran this wedding. we I didn't know anything. We did all the decor. We made all of the decor for all the tables and the arbor and everything. And we had so much fun doing it. It was such a bonding family thing. And then a bunch of people that attended the wedding, word got out. And at one point, I had 30 weddings
0: wow. on
2: the books for there. And again, the live work situation was really tough anytime somebody was coming over like me yelling at the kids ah, pick this up tidy that up I've got people coming
1: at the grass <laughs>
2: so that's what prompted us reaching out to some friends that had a beautiful historic barn in in the city of Charlotte uh, that was on the historic registry but it had got badly damaged when Hugo came through and I looked at this and said Oh yeah there's no way and mike's like no i think we could do it i think we could do it you know just a little hard work and a little money and so the um the family member that we were in contact with was pretty skeptical but we said listen you guys aren't doing anything with this it's falling down can we come out and restore it as a wedding venue And they're like good luck with that and so we agreed on some lease terms right once we got it fixed up and um how long was it 10 days Ten days. Mike will show you a picture of this, and again, now it's ranked one of the top ten venues in Charlotte, wow. and it is a genuine historic barn that was built in the early '30s, and um, it's just it's beautiful, and the fun thing is we just transitioned the whole business out there, and we ran it as a family you know, for years and years until the kids kind of aged out. And now, darn it, I had to pay outside people You know, <laughs> to help support. No more free but labor. Yes, <laughs> I know. We'll work for food. You know, that, that worked for a long time. <laughs> yeah. uh, but the, the kids helped us flip houses. I mean, they have been an integral part of Mike and I accomplishing what we've accomplished. And they have an amazing skill set and knowledge as a result of what we've done. And it's just really fun that now Margo and Jan are, are going to come back. But even if some of the other kids don't join up and participate, man, they've got amazing life experience and skills as a result yeah. of the things that we've taken on. And so it's just – it's truly been a grand adventure.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, retirement's coming. They're, they're, you know, age 65 retirement. I got a few years left at the airline. Um, they're thinking about raising that, but who knows. Yeah. Um, so you never know. I need to find a place that's far away, though, because I need to find a reason to buy an airplane so we can go back and forth. Mm. <laughs> You know, keep 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 flying a little bit and have some fun with it, but
2: yeah, the nineteen miles, you know, that just doesn't justify. Doesn't uh, just an airplane, I got, it, I
1: got it. How far does it need to be? I don't know. Got, I mean, two anything, hours. Oh you know, yeah, an hour or two. But I, you know, that's just that's just that's just it's just a fun, uh, uh laughing, talking point for us. But you know, down the road, it'd be, it'd be nice. I mean, it'd be nice to it would be nice to um to scale um some of the businesses. You know, it would be nice to be able to. At some level, like I was thinking about this in the shower, I don't know why, but, you know, maybe to f- do some kind of thing, like, what are we really going to do? Maybe we need to be franchising this thing and teaching other people to do it, you know, and helping them finance certain things. And we can just cruise around and, and uh, you know, be a resource to people, you know, encourage people. we got so many people coming out to our farm. Mm. So, can I... Please can yeah. i diverge around this thing yeah, so absolutely we buy this property we, we we've got we've got the the, the airline thing I'm, we moved to carolinas right because it's a great place it's small it's 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 uh it just seems like a nice little good conservative spot for us to raise these kids right we got three kids right so um we do this whole thing and uh Um, through the process we find the 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 desire to, to help some kids out it just seems like we're the house with all the all the misfit kids you know the kids that just don't have anything going on at home or you know just at risk stuff so we always had a lot of a lot of stuff going on with that you know so we just really loved having the kids over and this and that and at some point we, had, we just felt called to kind of help some kids, right? So that led us to being um, um, looking at the whole foster care thing, you know, and looking at that. And so we ended up uh, deciding we wanted to be foster parents, right?
2: No, I decided I wanted to adopt. And she order wanted to, to adopt. adopt right? You had to be, had to be a foster, foster parents, parents right?
1: first. So, so I, 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 was it like a Sunday or a Saturday? We went out for a walk across the street there at the school and uh, we talked about it and kind of we decided that we really felt called to help some kids we didn't uh, you know she was so so she sent me a note I remember I was on the road and she there was a website you could look for kids that are you know looking for homes and things like that you know I think it's called Adopt Us Kids or something like that you know it's anyways uh, she says oh I want you to look at this you know and what was it
2: I said oh look look over this and, and tell me what you think and he says oh well, that one little girl is is cute. She looks nice. I said, oh, did you look at that sibling group of three <laughs> that was also on the side? And he's like, what? <laughs> so, so needless to say, we adopted them. Mm-hmm. We fostered and adopted. So that's why we have six. So They were five, eight, and ten, yep, and we adopted them.
1: So county kids next door, next county over. And uh, we had we had gotten, we had, we had to go, it took us about a year to get licensed. To be foster parents, you have to do that first, you know? So... Um, we uh, we uh, we got through the process and we just put it out there. And the last question they really ask you is like, okay, so like, what are you guys looking for? What what's gonna fit? And we pretty much said, well, bring it on. Whatever you know, well, we just we just wh- wh- what was the statement we said? We 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 were only really help able to help or be uh, help some kids that we could. Um, Mature into normal adulthood kind of thing right so it would have been difficult for us to have any kids with any special disabilities or things like that there's just wasn't a fit for us right now you know or,
2: just with him being gone yeah, you yeah. Know, 60 70 percent of the time and so me flying <clears> solo <throat> and having the other three kids that were all school age and um, so we were just trying to be real realists about what we what we could take on yep. in addition.
1: So we got a call from the, from the uh, I forget who it was. Maybe, was it our caseworker? Mm-hmm. And she said, and we were going on a trip too, weren't we? Remember we were yes. leaving on a cruise? And it was like, literally, we were probably even driving.
2: Yeah, down We there.
1: were driving down to Florida. We went on one of these little two-day things down out of Jacksonville, you know, yeah. just to get away for the weekend. And we were driving down there and the phone rings. And this gal says, hey, I got this sibling group um, it would be perfect fit for you guys. Can you uh, can you can you guys bring them in tonight or something like that? Right? And We were well. Gone. They were just
2: saying, yeah, the need and, and need an answer, and we were like, we can't do that. We can't like make a decision this big, you know. And we said we'll be back in two days and and can meet up with them and and talk about that then. And they were, you know, they didn't want to take no for an answer, but we just didn't feel that you know that we would be in the right mindset to make a a good decision so we held firm and called him when we got back to town and
1: And it all worked out and then it went from there then we adopted him and brought him into the house and and all that you know but anyways where where i'm going with that whole thing is is we uh we uh we had him in and we were in town there and they all went to school and and everybody's, you know, getting on some really good footing, you know, and and uh, and then we get uh, the girls are wanting to do a little something different. So we end up, you know, Lori grew up in Arizona around horses and cowboys and doing all that stuff. She's quite the she's quite the horse person. She's quite the rider. She's very professional. She's she's quite experienced, you know. So um, so they said, that's bringing bring it on. So we we started we had leased some horses at a property near us. But you know the driving two three days a week out there was getting tough, so we thought let's let's look at let's look at something else. Let's get another property. So we went uh, we went looking. It took us about a year, and we found this place. Um, and the story goes is that uh, I had shown Lori this listing several weeks before, right? And I was on a trip, and uh, one of the gals at the stables was a realtor and told Lori about. She she knew we were looking, and she said, why don't you go look at this house over out here? And she's like, oh, okay. And so she looks at it, and she calls me up and says, hey, I'm going to be looking at this house out here today. And I said, um, Lori, I showed you that house, like, you know, two months ago. You didn't like it. You didn't think it was, like, something you liked. And so she goes, no, I think it's really cool. So they played hooky from church. And instead of going, they, she loaded up. who load It was just up? me and Roz. Her and Roz, the youngest. And they went out there and go checked out this property, you know? And it was one of those things, just like the vineyard. They drove up and it was like, oh my gosh.
2: But it, it was a foreclosure. I mean, it was rough. They had taken all the HVAC, the bathrooms, the kitchen. There was no power, um, huge, no gutters. So the drives were all trashed. And, um, but, yeah, I mean, incredible bones and just beautiful, beautiful um, setting.
1: And Lori was just really enamored with the whole thing. So we bought that. And it's another, you know, it's another one of those other things, too. You know, we we went into that whole thing and, and uh, you know, it was at a time when they, nobody was loaning any money, you know. And there was no owner financing. It was a foreclosure. And the bank had it listed for, I don't know, like five hundred and fifty thousand bucks, right? So we kinda of looked at it and thought about it. Okay, so we made him an offer, wrote him a check for five thousand fifty dollars or whatever the heck it was, right? Went in there and couldn't find any financing. Had a tough time finding a note for that whole thing. So then it came back in, they did an appraiser, an appraisal, and the appraisal came back and it was I think it was horrible.
2: Well, it was on the money, but they said, however, because this is after all the foreclosures were and and you know, mm. this, they, they were blaming this, no, 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 it wasn't us. It's the inspectors. No, no, it's not the inspectors. It's the, you know, so it was all the finger pointing, right? So nobody, if it wasn't a sure deal, nobody wanted to loan anything. Yeah. And so this guy said, there's nothing like really bad here. but." there could be any of these things like buried on the property or whatever. Cause it was eh, close to 20 acres. And so attached this huge, you know, ream of, of paper about everything and anything that anybody could possibly bury underground. So of course the lender said, no, thanks. Not, not interested.
1: So we went out of contract and they kept the money, the earnest deposit. Right. So it's like, Oh my gosh. So we looked some more and, you know, we, we kind of sort of had some other things we were gonna we're gonna look at, and we were out looking one day. About two months, three months later, and we get a call from the realtor, and she says, "Hey, guys, um, the property has been relisted with a different realtor, and the and and the price is down." And I said, "Well, what are they asking?" I was on the phone. You know, we'd stopped, you know, pulled over to the side of the road, and she says, "They're asking four 50. I said, 450. That's what I heard, 450. Okay. No,
2: 415. No,
1: 415.
2: She said is what she said. She
1: said 415, but I thought she I thought she said, she thought she said 450, but I heard 415. Mm-hmm. So she says, 415. She goes, what do you want to do? Right? And I thought, well, offer him 415, right? She goes, Are you sure? I was like, yeah, I'm sure. So she goes and does it, and we end up getting the contract. 415. Come up later t- talking to her. She said, "No, I was telling you 450, and then you said 415. I thought you were crazy."
2: The same property that we had had under contract for 550.
1: <laughs> so we ended up getting that thing right, and we got money and flipped it around. And no,
2: no, no. The best part is okay. when we know that there's going to be another appraisal.
1: Okay. Yeah.
2: We went in and put in a kitchen and mm-hmm. put in bathrooms. And laid carpet where carpet had been torn up, and fixed drywall. There, one of the outbuildings had mold growing four feet, so we ripped it all out, put in fresh. And again, we did this over the course of like a weekend because mm-hmm. it had to be a really fast. We didn't turnaround. know in the house. Yeah, <laughs> stock cabinets from Lowe's, stock appliances from Lowe's. Yeah, yeah. Went to Habitat for Humanity, toilets, sinks in the bathrooms, all that kind of stuff. They won't listen. And it appraised for more
0: than that's obviously awesome. <laughs> what we had under undercard. That's some outside
2: of the box thinking right Yes. 100%. So so
1: so that that's so so that's just an example of the whole thing. It would have been nice if I had insurance hmm. money I could pull, you know, but I didn't. You know, but we had we had time, we had energy, we had motivation, we had some outside the box thinking. So, you know, you make the whole thing happen, you know, but that's that's the kind of sort of stuff that builds and builds and builds and builds, you know, over time. That's why we're at where we're at now is because things like that happen. So, you know, you asked us what about what the future, you know, if I can extrapolate from the past or interpolate from what's happened and then send that out. I can't imagine what blind mind blowing stuff's going to going to come up. It's going to come up. Yeah. And I want to be ready for it.
0: You know, what are you doing to get ready for it? I'm where uh, we're. we're
1: uh, well, that's a good question.
2: We're definitely building our team.
1: We're building our team. we
2: thought it was just the two of us, you know, and a lot of our wedding stuff is seasonal. So it's, you can't support full-time mm-hmm. people, right? And um, so I, I think it's now with Margo and Jan here, she's really passionate about building the team and feeling like when we have a big enough team, we can continue to find opportunities. We own our own design company. So whenever we do a wedding, we provide all the decor. But as we build a team, we can start offering that at other venues. You know, we do all the day of coordination and staffing, right? So now we can, every venue can take our advantage of our services, not just us managing our yeah, own venues. You know, we so, might
1: be doing weddings. Who knows where? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Charleston, anywhere, yeah. south, north. You know, all over the place. You know, we've got. Uh, you know, we're. I'm keeping it. Keep keeping my my uh, our insurance funded. You know. That's a huge thing, you know. I've got the loans we got we got to pay off, so that that's that's ready. But the great provision with the fact that that it's uh, it's um, it's just it's still uh, you know building interest, even though we've got the money out, you know. So um, you know that's going to keep continue to grow. I'm going to, you know, I've talked to you already about our youngest Dylan, who's what? How old is Dylan? Twenty now. Mm-hmm. He went in when he was seventeen. Uh, into the army, so he's getting out. He's going to be uh, working with us too. So, you know, we want to kind of sort of start building some cash value that we can get a hold of through him. And and uh, I know Jan and Margot are going to start. They're going to have a conversation with you about about that. If they, I don't think he's done that yet. Has he? I don't think yeah. he's called yet. So he wants to start building that that part of it too. You know, so that we're all we're all prepared because you know that future opportunity may not be may not be something that we really. Find or push. It might be them that, mm-hmm. that they want to go a little different direction with things, and so we kind of sort of throw the assets into that, you know. But it's it's just um, staying healthy is important, you know. Staying staying active, taking care of each other. We have to do that. Mm-hmm. It's, that's vital. Um, building the team, like you said, mm-hmm. and, and then just just making sure that we're in a position where we can
0: capitalize. It's a big word for you. Capitalize this. I mean, this concept just fits exactly into the type of people that y'all are. You're entrepreneurs, you're, you're active, you're doing things, and it all takes capital. And where you build your wealth, where you build your capital makes a difference. You know, if it's tied up in the equity of real estate or qualified plans or whatever, um, it makes a difference. So I'm excited for y'all. I mean, I've seen everything that you've shared with me on paper, and and you're getting it done, just like I said earlier. To, yeah, trying trying to keep it going. I mean, to keep this is. I'm excited for y'all. Seriously, I can't wait to see what your whole team puts together. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, all right, look, we've gone for about no, oh, almost two hours. Wow, so time flies when you're having fun. That's right. Oh. So do you have anything that, any, any like parting words of wisdom or any closing remarks that you want to share? Leave us with. Probably going to make this a two-parter. It went so long.
1: Is that right? So you know, I I came to you with a definite, and I'm sure there's a lot of guys thinking there's a lot of guys. I mean, I, I'm not alone. You and I, we're not alone out here. We're not. We're not the only 60 year old dudes out there. Thinking. All right. What 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 are we going to do now? What am I going to do with this money? You know. Um, what's going to happen? What do, you know? And so you know, if we all have. I encourage people to 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 stop and really think about about what, the why. You know, it's a big thing now. You know, the why. Um, you know, the, the why for me was I've got these these three problems I've got to solve. You know. I've got to solve for the life insurance because we're still we still have valuable we still bring value. Got to solve for the cash. Where am I going to put my money? I refuse to have money in the bank as 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 little as possible. Putting it in, in the in the life insurance. Um, it may, it's just it, it's, it's easily accessible, right? Um, it's not an investment. All right, it's a place to put it's a safe place for our stuff. And then the last thing is it's, you know, if you really look at how we're taking care of ourselves down the road, there's going to be some, some money in there for us in in case we have some contingencies, you know, Mm -hmm. in case I get sick or something like that and we need to have something, you know, there, there, there's, there's some stuff there and there's enough there to where there's going to be plenty of skin in the game after for them to continue funding, um, their thing, so you know, figure out what it is. Solve the problems. This vehicle for us, or for me, or for us, solved a lot of a lot of problems. Okay, from 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 that standpoint, and uh, um, you know, James and his folks here, the real thing. You know, it was great. We showed up. We didn't know what we we're expecting. You we were in Alvarado, Texas. It's like. <laughs> You know,
0: world headquarters of bangalore World Resonance. headquarters, <laughs> y'all. It's a
1: small town, man. If you drive fast, too fast, you're gonna go through it, you know. And, and but it's great down here, you know. And everybody's, 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 you're, 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 you're doing it, and it's the real thing. And everything that you've said is the right thing. Just like I say, our family, we, we, who we are, is what we show, what we deliver, what, and we over, we like to over deliver. Sure and that's that's what you guys are you guys are like-minded folks and you guys are who you are you deliver you over-delivered and made us feel super welcome and uh, and really part of part of the bigger thing you know so we've you know i've got a lot of future hopefully being able to have some conversations
0: with you you know so absolutely thank you for thank you for saying that i appreciate that
2: well i think my My big thing, again, being very risk adverse, um, is that, you know, I was raised to believe that this is the way you do it because it's safe. Right. And the older I've gotten and the more situations that I've lived through and, you know, Mike's willingness to learn about different things and different opportunities has made me realize that you need to question everything. Just because something's always been done a certain way or someone who would love to get a hold of your money is telling you that this is the best way to go because it's what everybody's doing doesn't make it so. And so question everything and you know, if it seems too good to be true, then do some of the research yourself Um, again I was lucky enough to have Mike be able to explain it to me in a way that it just instantly clicked um, with all the things that I had been secretly resenting over the years right that I couldn't access my money or that there would all this money that I worked so hard to earn just gone Mm -hmm. overnight Uh, I think my biggest big loss was $70,000 and it was pretty early on in our relationship so you know maybe when i was around 30 and that was a ridiculous amount of money to just lose um and so just if if somebody's talking to you about this take it seriously Um, do your own research talk to other people listen to the podcasts um and you know just really come to the realization that You know, you have to think outside the box because other people want to manage your money for you because they gain tremendously from it, um, not because they're altruistic. Um, So just be very conscious about what you're doing and why you're doing it and making sure that it's genuine and that there's a track record to prove, which obviously there is with this.
0: That's awesome. Becoming your own banker would be a good place to start in addition to the... This, this podcast would be in addition to that. Nothing trumps the becoming your own banker boat bar, Nelson Nash. Um, I appreciate that. that. You know, I I remember, I mean, we've had very, I mean, I have lovely calls, very good calls with all my clients. I mean, the uh, first Time or two, or the first or second, maybe even a third conversation. You know, I mean, I remember the list. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go dig it up before y'all leave town to see the list. But the this idea, this concept, this actually just dividend paying whole life insurance structure properly Mm -hmm. fit into what you're doing, where you're at, and what you want to do. It checked more boxes than what you required at first. Absolutely. You know that was that's pretty pretty powerful. It's a big deal for me. So. Okay, listen, thank you very much, both of you, for coming down here and sharing your time with us. And um, I can't wait to get this out and let people listen to it and get to know y'all. We'll, but I'll put any and every link that you wish on your venues in, in the show notes because I've never been to North Carolina. If I go, I'd like to hang out with y'all on one of y'all's properties. We'd love you know? to have you. Absolutely. And, so, and I'm sure there's other people that would too, and they got to know where you're at. Sure, right? sure, sure. Okay, thanks for listening. Y'all have a great day. Thanks, Jim. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on the Banking with Life podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to like and subscribe and click on that little notification bell. Otherwise, join us on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher for weekly content.